Alright, what's up everybody? I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Welcome back Welcome to back. another episode of, well, Turnover Fest. Um, wow. The Turnover Show? Is that what you're going to say? Turnover Show. Yeah, Turnover Welcome Fest. Turnover Show. Again, we're not talking about food because that sounds delicious, but um, <laughs> Miguel, never will be another Heisman at Nebraska. Um, <laughs> man, if, if there is, it's going to be a while. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I think we need to uh, talk about... First, the bad part of yesterday, which was turnovers. Um, I mean, there's not much else you can talk about when you talk about the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there we were, again, this is another game where we were the better team. Uh, no, I have no doubt in my mind we were the better team. Uh, not just Agreed. on paper, on the field, except for the quarterback position. Outside yeah, of the quarterback, two weeks we're, in, we were a much better team. Two weeks in a row, I would say the same thing. I mean... A quarterback like Tungavailoa, who's pretty good, uh, we kept in check, mm-hmm. and their offense really couldn't do much. And, and yeah, he didn't do great, but guess what? He didn't turn the ball over. Yep, I mean, he did, but well, he had, not, one, he had one interception, but not not, five, not four interceptions. As we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he didn't he didn't make mistakes that um, that our quarterbacks made, and I well, think that was and the one he threw got tipped. So <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I thought we did a pretty good job on the defensive side of the ball, but. As far as the offense goes, I mean, what's the answer, Jim? I mean, we tried. Harbor gets hurt. We bring Sims in. Sims drives the ball downfield, um, only fumbles. to stall out on a four and two. Yep, which um, was a bad play call, I I would say. Uh, we probably should have kicked it there. I know you said to go for it again, and and at that point I said the same thing. But um, obviously you look back and you're like, well, we could have taken points there. Easy to say. Yep. I thought we should have gone for it. Play call wasn't great. Um, I guess you kind of give Sims a, a a run pass option, but it wasn't there. Um, then Sims fumbles, you know, at our own twenty, kind of right back to very Sims. Well, life. after he had already threw an interception, after he threw an interception in the end zone. Yeah. Um, I, I will, I will say the interception. I still think that our receiver. I think that might have been Coleman out there. Um, he had a shot at it. I mean, he was going downfield. It would have been a contested catch, but at least it would have been contested rather than them just catching the ball. It, well, was, it was an easy interception because he looked over the wrong shoulder, he couldn't find the ball, and I really didn't think it was that bad of a pass. But again, it's it's still an interception in the end zone, and we had we had two of those yesterday so, in the end zone. I know Jamie posted before a couple hours ago, actually, when we were talking about or when we posted that we were going to go live at one thirty. He said, you know, take a look back at those interceptions. It's it's not all on the QBs. Uh, it's not necessarily all on Satterfield. Um, you know, whatever it was that you said, Jamie. But I agree. We went back and kind of looked at them. Um, you know, with a lot of young receivers running. You know, running routes, running the wrong routes, missing routes. You know, not finishing, not catching the not, ball, not catching the ball exactly. Um, not all of it's on some guys that are taking a lot of heat. But uh, I mean, you look at some of those interceptions, and they're they're essentially thrown right to their guys. Yeah. With you know whether they were overthrows. To me, some of those were guys not in the right position. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of bad play calling, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have three different quarterbacks come in and throw interceptions. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, uh, and and I think, you know, it was interesting, too. You look at not only those those turnovers, um, you know, when Sims came in, I said, hey, he's going to drive us downfield, get a touchdown, just watch, it's going to happen. And he drove the ball downfield. Right. He did really well. Again, that, force, that first fourth and two, I think it was a great call. Mm-hmm. The second one, yeah, I'm like, hey, go for it again. But I was kind of hoping that they would take the points because that's probably the smarter thing to do there. Um, and they're trying to win a game and not – <laughs> having very much offense. I mean, yeah. they showed it. We averaged, what, nine, before yesterday, 19 points yep. a game, which is 
one of the horrendous and and power five. But but don't don't call that play like that was a horrible play call. Yeah. They knew you're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They knew it. But instead instead of taking time to get things moving, instead of taking time to get things moving. We did a draw or a quarterback read, and that just wasn't the right play. It took too much time to develop, and they read it. Well, and I know the backup, you know, Sims for the last several weeks, you know, that they were saying it yesterday. You know, you're you're one play away. You're you're ready to go. You're one play from getting in the game. Yeah. So they're ready to go, but you come in, you know, middle of a, a tight game, and you know, you, you have you can't make very many mistakes. Yep. And you have to limit them right away. Yep. And I mean, I thought they did. They did a pretty good job leading a drive. And I'm like, okay, this looks a little different. The Harburg show has been the same, the same thing for four or five weeks in a row. Yep. Yeah, we've been able to sneak out some wins, but it's been pretty ugly offensively. And it was the same thing early on. And I was thinking, let's get Purdy in there. And then Harburg gets hurt, and it's like, okay, well, Sims is going to come in. Well, let's see. Looked a little better than he had. Then kind of yeah. regressed back to the same fumble at our own twenty, throwing interceptions. Yeah, um, and that fumble was bad. The that, fumble was bad. That was real I bad. Mean, Again, protect the ball. Yeah, you know, they talked about eagle claw. It's like yeah. before the game, like who doesn't know to hold the football like that? And right. it's not just holding it like that. You got to hold it in tight. And yeah. he's out here dangling it along the side. Like you just you can't yeah. do that. I, I don't. I don't know what they can do to fix the turnovers. It's, yeah, it's like the third coaching staff in a row or, or more that. The same thing has happened where we just have unbelievable turnovers. Lead the Big Ten. Um, So, (laughs) patient. um, You know, Miguel, you you don't think Rule's the right fit for the job. I just, I don't think it's too, it's way too early to tell. For one, we're 500 right now. Um, Yeah, I mean, we lost the last two games to teams that were on. Big losing streaks. I get it. I get frustration, but I wouldn't say that. But he, he also. Changed quarterbacks and kept the quarterback in that he should have kept in. He did keep in um, Sims. Until, when Harburg said he was ready to go, he said, nope, yep, keep him in. Until Sims made fumbled after the yep, interception. And it was like, you know what? It's time. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, um, you look at Purdy comes in. And man, on, on the, our own three yard, three yard line. line because we got another tr- Blackshirt's got another turnover with just a boomstick of a hit, and we get the ball back. He goes down, you know, 90, 90 plus yards. And you're talking a you know a, a shotgun snap in the end zone on his first snap. He, he was zero for two on the season on completed passes. Throws throws the ball with a nice catch and run. Um, I had a couple really good runs, really hard runs. Um, looked really good. Unfortunately. Um, and I know people are calling for Satterfield's head today, tomorrow, <laughs> the day after Iowa, whatever whatever you want to say, whatever people are saying. But um, talking about that last play, we were just talking about it before we came on. The, the interception that he threw at the five on third down, okay? Let's just start back at first and goal at the five. What I believe Rule said was it was a run, but Purdy – it wasn't there. The run wasn't there because it was kind of an RPO, but they were planning on handing the ball off, and Purdy kept it, thinking he could that, maybe try to get something out of it, and threw it away. I don't care. That, ne- that, that never looked like a run to me, I, ever. I, I, I know. And it never did. So I, I don't know what you want to say about that, but you got to run the ball on first down. You have to run the ball on first, first down. First, second, third down. I mean, you run the ball all three downs. Should have been three downs in a row where, we, where we run the ball. And get it in the end zone. If we don't get it in, we at least get three points. We take the lead. Yeah, and and you kill a couple minutes of clock and make them 
you know, put make them either use their timeouts or you know there's a minute and a half left and they've got to at least get three to tie. Yeah. And so second down, you run the ball for a loss. It was expected. I mean, especially when you throw the ball on first down for an incomplete yep. throw away. Um, third down. Yeah, I mean, Malachi Cohen then steps up, steps into that throw. He catches it, walks in, easy walks touchdown. In. Yep. Agreed. But Instead, he threw his hands up like this, thinking right, Billy Camp was going to catch it. Right. Um, that's, unfortunately, that's an experience, though. Right? It is. Unfortunately, in my opinion, I don't care if you're trying to win the game right there. You can still win the game, essentially, with a field goal. So you run the ball there. Yeah. Especially the way Emmett Johnson was running. Oh, yeah. God. They knew that we were going to – you know, they figured we were probably going to run the ball – the way Purdy was running on that drive, the way Emma Johnson was running, yep. on, not only on that drive, but most of the game, most of the second half at least, you hand the ball off. You run the ball. Yeah. And you, you get, you know, if you get down to the one, then maybe you make a decision. Are we going to go yeah. for it or are you going to kick the field goal? But you can't throw, you can't throw the pass. You can't throw it there. I'm no. sorry. You, you have to come away with points. Yeah, that, that was, that was a big mistake. And, and like, uh, Sorry, like uh, Jason says here, his rule has a history of uh, firing offense coordinators after one year. Did it both at Baylor and at Temple. I don't, um, I don't know that Satterfield's going to be around after this year. I think the last two games are going to be a really big um, question mark for well, what's going to happen to him. And I know both those teams. Well, at least Iowa has a really good defense. Wisconsin, I don't know what's going on with them, but those are two winnable games. I mean, Wisconsin lost to. Uh, yeah, Northwestern at home by what 20, 20? Well, It was twenty four to ten. They got a last. They got a touchdown with like fifteen seconds left in the game. So, but twenty four to ten. I mean, they were up twenty four three for a long time. It was halftime. Yeah. It was twenty four to three. I, I I don't get it, and I I don't know. I was gonna send this to you guys. And I completely forgot. There's a video of uh, it's like a four minute long video of one of the uh, one of the Wisconsin players. Yeah, he's a Wisconsin kid, highly recruited. And they interviewed him for like four minutes after the game, and he just was throwing them under the bus about how soft they are, huh. and they don't know what's going on. I can't remember his name. I'll look it up. Interesting. Uh, maybe I'll have. Maybe we'll post it or something. But I couldn't believe it. And they're like, "Are guys buying in?" He's like, "Some guys are buying in. Some I'm not sure." Yeah. Like I don't really know what's going on. New so, coaching. New coaching staff, man. It's definitely interesting. It's yeah. not the. And he even says, "You know, this isn't the Wisconsin that I signed on to play for." Yeah. So. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I agree. We we've lost. Um. Yeah, not even just two winnable games. I mean, the last two for sure winnable games. But again, yeah, sorry, Col- Colorado winnable game. I mean, um, sorry, I got sidetracked there. <laughs> Satterfield. We'll see how these last two games go for him. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, if Rule has a history of of doing it, I mean, Satterfield makes more than Tony White does. Yeah. That's insane. Dude's getting four mil a year. Who? For Satterfield. I thought he was getting one point four, and Tony White's at one. Mm, well, one. So however many years, I'm guessing his contract's oh, okay. probably total four million. Okay. But okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, we are. I, I don't think he is somebody that that we want to continue to have on the on the squad again. It's especially if you when you see the the South Carolina fans and players that were yeah. calling him out from last year and how they were happy to get rid of him. Yeah. I mean, I was in. Nashville last year, when South Carolina destroyed Tennessee, it was I think at South Carolina, but we were at the bars on the on Broadway, and all the Tennessee fans were like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, and I was like, and when I found out on that trip that it was potentially going to be ruled with Satterfield, and I was like, "Okay," I didn't really know much about him. Yeah, 
And then now we know. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. And again, I there was multiple people who posted this yesterday on one of our social media outlets about you know we we have things that are working. They're working well, and we stopped doing them. Uh, yeah, running we, the ball. <laughs> we we literally, literally we could have ran the ball up the middle against Maryland the entire game. Well, when when we decided to do a QB um, like a QB option. Or we tried to go outside and it took too slow to develop. That's when they got us. Was on the outside. If we went up the middle, that's when we got our big chunk yards, and we stopped doing it. Well, and that's why I thought on that fourth and two, if we're going to do anything, just go straight up the middle. I said yeah. do an offset eye with a fullback in there and pull back and go straight down the middle. Well, and you look at like the Michigan Penn State game yesterday. Did did Michigan throw a pass in the second half? No, they ran the ball. I said even Matt Castle on the Peacock halftime show. <laughs> If you didn't buy Peacock, um, he said, if I'm Nebraska, I come out the second half and I don't throw a single pass. Yeah. And I said, yes. yes. I don't care if they know we're going to run it. Even if we, we're not, obviously we're not as good as Michigan running the ball. I mean, we're decent, but we're not, we don't have the offensive line that Michigan does. But I don't care. It's better than throwing it up right to them or not having guys know the routes or whatever the case is. Run the ball. Yeah, <laughs> we had a better chance running the ball with any with any player, any of those any of those three quarterbacks. They can run. Yeah, Emma Johnson and Grant were were great. I mean, they Dude, were fine getting the ball yesterday. Purdy had three first down runs. Yeah, and really good runs. Well, that kid, and that kid came in. The one up. thing about Sims and Purdy is they are not as hesitant as Harburg when they go to run. Yeah, and so they were able to get first downs. Yep. like we haven't seen the last few weeks because Harburg takes that extra little hesitation. Hesitant yep. second or step, and those guys just went and got him. Yep. So yep. hard I, to say. Yeah, and so I I thought Purdy was super impressive. Um, I honestly wouldn't care if Purdy came out starting next week. And I said that some people, someone laughed when I posted that yesterday to response to somebody. I said all I'm saying is start Purdy next week. I don't see why not. Right. You, you have you have Harburg and Sims who are just turnover happy. Yeah. And Purdy throws an interception which really shouldn't have been because Coleman should have got it. Um, or it was just again not. It was a stupid play call. You put him was, out. He's thrown, including yesterday, I think four or five total passes. Yeah, this year. So you I put agree. him in a stupid situation. And, where and all you're going the ball. into the wind. I mean, it was just a, a whole bunch of different factors there. I say start Purdy. Give him a quarter. Give him a half. Yeah. I mean, even if you're down by ten points, which I don't think we will be. Um, I mean, I know we're going on the road, but it's a night game. Yeah. I mean, I hope that our guys come up juiced. I think our defense will come up juiced, especially if they watch some film of Wisconsin the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to probably get some some pressure on the quarterback, maybe some turnovers. I mean, that yeah. might be the only way we can win the game. But, man, give Purdy a shot. And yesterday was exciting because we, we didn't have any turnovers in the first half. And then we came out in the second half, and our defense was even more fired up and played so much better in the second half than they did the first half. And and they didn't play bad in the first half. They just were on a different level in the second half. Like they took like had a bunch of protein shakes and went and lifted some weights at halftime. I don't <laughs> well, know. Like, they were all jacked up. It was exciting they, to see. I'm sure they were pissed a little bit because they they played really well. It was a zero zero game. You know we got four. You know we got a fourth down uh, yep. conversion and then it's still zero zero game. What three and a half minutes left? Yep. We'll go for forward on fourth and two. Don't get it. And then two plays. Then two plays. I mean they had the long. Hartzog got burned. I mean, he got burned twice. Um, First one he got burned. The second one, some unfortunately was out. I I thought they posted why he was out, but I didn't really see what what Mm. his status is. 
um, unfortunate because he's one of the best. H- having having him out there on the corner would have been much better than having. Especially Hartog. because those Maryland receivers are some of the best in the Big Ten. They've yeah. got a couple guys like yeah. in in the top in the Big Ten, and their so. tight ends really good too. I mean, they um, but they got all in all. Yeah. We, we held them in check, and they didn't even have any rushing yards until the fourth quarter. They end up with like a hundred, and that was just yeah. like I don't know if we thought they were going to throw the ball, and then they had twenty yard runs that yeah. really daggered us we, down we the really, stretch. We really backed up to avoid the long ball. <sighs> it yeah. was it was difficult, but um, no, the defense was great. And the, the only thing the defense is not great on, which we talked about yesterday, is third and long. Yeah, it's like they the scheme is so gets you in your head that you don't know what to do on first and second down because guys are coming from everywhere. And on third down, you know guys are going to be coming. Yeah. And so you're able to figure out a play to get just enough or yeah. sneak a guy out where you know pressure's coming from. And so third and seven, third and 10, third and yeah. 12, third and 15, we can't freaking stop them. Yep. Agree. It's to- I, Yeah, I mean, we play soft. Our defense, our defense, so again, and I was talking to my brother about it, like, is it – is it the cornerback's coach or is it Tony White with the play call? Because there's no reason on a third and 15 that we're playing at the first down yard line. There's no reason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're exactly. already giving – he catches the ball seven, eight yards in, and then he still gets the first down because we're so far away from the ball and we don't make an open field tackle. I mean – Or he catches it at the – At the at sticks the, on, at the third sticks on a third and ten. And yeah. it's like, why is he that – open why is nobody why is it playing so press coverage off the ball like that like you got to have somebody right there yeah absolutely um i want to address a couple questions that just came through one one person so jimbo fisher got fired today uh one person so his buyout 76.8 million boo-hoo you're you don't have to work a day in your life but someone said with jimbo being fired if we get rid of satterfield should we bring in jimbo fisher for the offense coordinator job before you answer, here's my take. I don't like Jimbo Fisher. I don't either. I think he's scum. I think he is – I never liked the guy. I didn't like him at Florida State. I think he is just – I don't know. I do not like the guy. So I'm going to say no just based on me just not liking him. He won national, <laughs> That's all I got to say. He won, he won a national championship, and they have, like, their fourth straight, like, top ten recruiting class. I mean – And they suck. Yeah, but <laughs> they I suck. mean – Congratulations. They bring some guys in and you know, some of the other guys can develop. I mean – so then you just know. have a crappy, you have a crappy I, coaching staff. I, I hadn't thought about it. You put me on the spot. I don't know. I don't like the guy really either. Um, he's been pretty successful, and I don't know. He's pretty rich now, I guess. So why would you <laughs> go anywhere? Else? We can throw him back. But Matt Rule was kind of the same way. He could have sat and yeah, on fifty mil and done nothing. And we could give we could give Jimbo a bag of pennies, and he might come coach. We'll see. But I don't I don't personally want him in. Um, <clears throat> the other question was about Jeff Sims and Heinrich, Heinrich Harburg. Do they transfer by next year? Harburg ain't going anywhere. Heinrich Harburg is not going to go anywhere because no one's going to pick him up. Well, Sims... <coughs> unless he goes FCS. Um, Sims might, but it all depends on what we... A couple things there. Harburg could maybe yeah. play at a non-Power 5 starter. And, I mean, obviously, he's won five games for us. So, I mean... and. Three or four, you know, whatever. However many of those games are Big Ten, three Big Ten wins. So I mean, he can play. It's just fitting in the right system, I guess. Um, Sims, though, if he transfers, he's gonna have to sit out a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he goes anywhere either. I don't, I don't Unless Sims. he tries to change positions or yes. get, get him on the field as like, uh, you know, maybe. I don't even know if you want to like direct snap to him like a quarterback because he is fumble prone. Fumble but, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. But but one thing we have seen um, is that two-lane quarterback is pretty damn good that we that apparently we're going after. Uh, we got Kalen coming in from Bellevue West. Uh, we have another quarterback that we just offered for the following class that's one of the top in the nation. So I I do we scratch the entire quarterback portal uh, or quarterback room uh, for the porthole, Donnie? Um, you know for the portal I. I think we're getting a portal quarterback. It's going to be hard to do. We're going to we're going to get a quarterback. I know we will. Heiner Carberg is not going to be our starter next year. I feel confident in saying that, Me and too. I think it's the right thing to do. I like the kid. Again, I think he's a competitor. We can still get him involved in the game, mm-hmm. but we have to have a quarterback that is a double as a dual threat for running and throwing. We barely have him as either one right now. He's right. a whore. he's not a threat to throw the ball, and he's right now he's not even a threat to run the ball. Yeah, the I last mean, two games he showed us he's not gonna take off. Right well, now. and that's a, the kind of tough thing when they say like you know oh this Nebraska is one of the best rushing teams in the Big Ten. That's from a few games from a few long Harvard runs, yeah. and and we haven't seen that the last few weeks. I mean, yeah. but that well, got shut down when, watch, when yeah. people start watching film. So but we also got our running backs Emma Johnson and Anthony Grant had a good game yesterday too. He yeah, get a ton yeah. of carries, but when he did, he ran hard. Yeah. Emma Johnson was busting through the middle. I just. Our running backs have really done a great job, and we need to use them more. Um, and I, I don't know why you wouldn't. We got Fleeks as well. Fleeks has been great in the backfield. So how do we get them? How do we get them more involved? Whether you're doing a little uh, a little bubble screen, you're doing a little uh, swing pass. We've had some swing passes. Sometimes they just develop really slowly. I think so. And we're not very good at, blo- at our wide receivers, young wide young receivers, wide again, receivers blocking, blocking downfield. So yeah, I mean, Marcus Washington was a great blocker. Fantastic. Great blocker. Yes. So, I mean, those are little things that when those guys get hurt, too. those was, guys that yeah. get hurt, it's like, yeah, you, you know, they're not, we're not going to be able to throw the ball to them, but that's other things that you don't think about. Yeah. Like, those guys block in the run game. And Billy uh, Kemp's 5'6". He ain't blocking anything. The Bonner touchdown was pretty solid. Yeah. He he yeah. broke that tackle, which made me super nervous. I mm-hmm. thought he was getting stopped. And then I was like, he's not going to make it to the pylon. And he did because yeah. yeah. Harburg had tried to go that way before and didn't make it. Yep. So Yeah, um, I, I loved See, that's the kind of play call that they didn't expect that. Right. From and, a, and, and it was a fullback. And that's what Satterfield does. It. But it's, you know, like uh, we did a play that it, it kind of beautifully developed to Fedoni. Oh, yeah. For a nice yeah. little yeah. run and for, for – Yeah, 8 to 10 yards or whatever. And, and I was like, man, that was, that was like perfect. If we could have nine times out of ten our plays look like that, then yep. we know what we're doing. And – Maybe it's just personnel is not right. Maybe it's they're trying too much with young guys. I don't know. Yep. But uh, here and there you see some plays and you're like, man, that was really, really well played. Yeah. Um, quick shout-out real quick. I uh, want to say, again, thank you to Backswing Brewing for the beer. Um, and we'll talk more about Backswing here in a little bit and what we're doing next week for the Wisconsin game yes. for those of you that are in the area and want to join us. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Um, and Miguel, you mentioned you like the shirt. It is a badass shirt. Uh, Brian posted the link to our uh, our store uh, where you can get hats, sweatshirts, t-shirts, all sorts of swag. So definitely check it out. Shopify. Get stickers. Um, yeah, stickers. I mean, I have a I have a phone case. Uh, so all different sorts of stuff going on there. But um, love the support. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, again, let's you know. I think enough about our offense. Again, there wasn't really a lot of standout on the offense other than to me. Offensive line played great. Much better. There, here's the thing. P- 
people are going to hammer the offensive line. I don't really – and I've, I have backed them since the first or second game of the year because we thought that would be a weak point again. And as much as we struggled on the left side of the line at the beginning of the year, now with Corcoran out and Piper out, um, now we got um, Latovsky and um, – what's his name? Prochaska, uh, Teddy in there. Yeah. Um, our offensive line, for one, discipline. We're not getting holding calls. We're not we fall starting. Yeah. We're not no illegal motion. We are our offensive line is playing to the point where they're not losing us games. They're giving us a chance to win the games. Yeah. Our quarterbacks are not getting sacked very often. If they do, a lot of times it's it's because they're not moving. Um, but we're not we're not giving up a lot of sacks. We're able to open up holes. Our running backs are hitting those holes sometimes. Uh, so we can get a little better at that. But I thought our offensive line played great yesterday. Yeah, and we've talked about it before, you know. Ben Hart was crucified by us and many for the last several years, and he's he's been pretty good. And, yeah. I mean, I think he's somebody that could actually make it. Yeah. He I, could play on Sundays. 100%. I mean, he's it's... Big dude, and, I mean, it's not like, man, why is 50... And there's been a time or two where he's been, you know, like this with not touching anybody, but you don't really see it anymore. Now, it's, I mean... Very few and far between where, we, where you have to call it an offensive lineman right now. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. And, and it's they, almost like they're better since some of those guys got hurt. And I hate to say that, but yeah. I don't know if it's chemistry or heart determination. determination. <laughs> nice. Well played. <laughs> yeah, well played. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Guys just getting a chance and finally, yeah. you know, hey, I'm not really a practice player. I'm more of a game player. Well, and when you bring in Teddy and Latovsky, like those guys have played before. It's not their first time getting – they're not freshmen coming in. They they have experience, and so that's been really nice. But I do think our O-line has been pretty solid this year. I think they've had – again, looking at last year and what we saw last year compared to this year, leaps and bounds difference. I mean, complete 180. Which, which is crazy because we could actually score points – pretty well last year <laughs> yeah we can. yeah and that's that's what's that's what's and so I, I frustrating I, about it and i know i saw somebody posted uh you know and it's a it's a dumb comment to even bring up but you know what what's this team look like if casey thompson healthy for the whole year looks which he wouldn't have been healthy the whole year he already, he got hurt like game two and was out for the season yeah. so you never know but yeah uh, and you, you know you can miss casey all you want again we know he wasn't a great quarterback he wasn't bad but, again, new coaching staff comes in. They say, hey, we got this guy we're bringing in. I don't blame and, him for leaving. And he, he, he's not that – he can run, but he wasn't, you know, really much of a mm-hmm. runner. And with all those guys getting hurt at wide receiver, I mean, yep. forget I said it. It's just a yeah. thought. Well, but, I was but just thinking out loud. <clears throat> yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah, I, you know, you can talk about rule, even Satterfield again. I don't, I don't like his play calling, whatever. Either way, you, you can't coach. These turnovers are not coaching problems. The turnovers are individual problems for the team. Individual quarterback problems. Our running backs are holding on to the ball now. Now right. it's just our quarterbacks. So yeah. how do you fix it? Eagle claw is not the way to fix it. it. These guys have to do it themselves. They have to be determined to take care of the ball better. If the pass isn't there, don't throw it. Throw it out of bounds. I'd rather you throw it out of bounds than throw an interception. And yeah. sometimes it feel like I feel like – uh, Harbor's done this a few times where he's just trying to throw the ball away and say he throws an interception. He actually kind of did it yesterday, but we got a holding call, which I don't know if he threw it because he already saw the hold. Probably not. But, man, he threw that ball so far downfield that no one else – I don't even think our guy, if he didn't get held, was going to catch up to it. Yeah. It and was so, like it was a punt. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're, so I, I just – Threw it right is, to the guy and he just caught it. <laughs> it is something they need to work on. And 
again, that's not coaching. That is that is not a coaching problem. That is something they have to fix on themselves. I mean, I guess a little bit, like, you know, just situational awareness, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. uh, third-string quarterback hasn't really played much. Tie game, a few minutes left. Inside the 10-yard line. Maybe don't throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit of situational awareness, if yeah. you will. Um Run the ball and take the three and play defense, especially with how good the defense has been. Make make him go the full length of the field. I mean, that's the, and give the defense a chance to win it like they've been doing the yeah. entire game. And if they score a touchdown and win the game, okay. If you don't, if you throw an interception and they go down and kick a field goal, they're going to win the game anyway, like they did. Yep. So kick the field goal and play defense. Oh, oh man, you just you opened Pandora's box on that one because I'm yeah, little, I did. I'm super pissed off. Oh, about you were that pissed. Last drive. You called me and said this is the most pissed I've been in years. I was pissed because they called that pass interference on Tommy Hill. Yes. We had, and that was the only penalty we had the entire game. No penalties. The entire game. Our offensive, defensive line, we were extremely disciplined. Which, when was the last time you could say we had a disciplined Husker football team? Especially is, when, and we probably could have gotten a few flags. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. Fine. When their guys had a few, like, oh, I got bumped. I'm going to push you back. 15-yard penalty. Took them out of field goal range. Yeah. Took them out of field goal range. Made them have to punt. That hap- they had a hundred something, a hundred yards in penalties. They had like ten or eleven, yeah. And two of them were personal fouls, which I'm like, that was kind of like weird. our guys maybe like bumped them late, and they kind of were like, oh, I, I didn't like that, and pushed it back, and got a fifteen, and took them out of field goal range. Mm-hmm. And we did not do that. So anyway, go back to Tommy. So yeah, so we're very disciplined the entire game. Tommy Hill, I thought he had great coverage. If you go back and watch that penalty again, watch the wide receiver and what he does to Tommy Hill before he jumps for the ball. He grabs him right by the front of his pads and yanks down before he jumps. That And I understand he didn't turn, he didn't around. turn his head around. I get it. But at the same time, you cannot let the offensive player get away from dragging our guy towards the ground before he jumps. That's a penalty. That's offensive pass interference. You have to call it. That should have been a wiped out. We're going to replay the down, if nothing else. Tommy had great coverage. I thought he played a great game. And mm-hmm. the fact that that was our one penalty that gave them 15 yards to get him in field goal position, super pissed off. I And Jimmy, I told you this yesterday, Brian, I told you, I have never been so pissed off during a Husker game. Forget the turnovers. Forget them. That made me so yeah. mad. But what made me more upset was that final call where they called the pass interference when Tommy got pulled first. And that – Big Ten refs, you have not done a good job this entire year. Oh, they've been terrible. That delay a game. And I will say, oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Brian. And I will say, yes, we uh, yeah, we got lucky. I think they got some calls that were kind of the two personal fouls that they got were kind of Bush League. I don't they, think they it were, was. They were kind of weak. I really didn't think they were. But that pass interference call, again, is it why we lost the game? No, we had five turnovers. But oh, it gave them field goal position, and that, that really killed us because I thought Tommy did a great job. And Talia, afterwards, you could see him pumping like, I knew that was going to happen. It's the only reason why they did that play was look for P.I. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. He, like you had said, he could have thrown it another five yards, and he would have caught it. Yeah. Because he was throwing them out there to those guys, not even close to him, and those guys were diving, yeah. catching passes. He, he underthrew that ball, and I think he, and again, I think he did it on purpose. Is that smart? All he had to do was get a field yeah. goal. Why so, not? Yeah, so that, man, I – that, that was, again, extremely disciplined game. And when you look at one penalty in the entire game and the one was at the end of the game to get him a field goal position, that's going to piss anybody off. And, again, I kudos to our defense because, man, they play just balls out. Yeah, I mean, when, when you talk about turning the ball over and they're inside our 10, inside our 5, and yep. I'm like, I literally said, let's just let them score 
so we can have a chance to tie the game. Yeah. Because otherwise we're not going to. And then we... Because we had blown two timeouts. Yep. We blew a timeout at eight and a half minute mark of the third yeah. quarter and an eight and a half minute mark of the fourth yeah. quarter. And I'm like... And Rule was pissed. And Rule was pissed because that's just... When you have multiple different quarterbacks playing, yeah, you're out of sync. Getting the play in. Yep, yep, you're out of sync. So we had already blown, blown two of our timeouts. I'm like, man, we might as well just let them score here. And then, boom, defense knocks the ball out and we get the ball at the three. Yep. And I'm like... All right, I take that back. Dude, and that hit was phenomenal. Yes. It was Javin Wright. Yeah. He had two Buddha. turnovers. Buddha, yeah. Yeah. He had the pick and he had the hit. And that was – so I, I posted the video on our Instagram. I think it might have come up on my Facebook too. But <laughs> I posted it and I, was, and I was like, hey, watch this hit. Boom. Like right when it hit. It was just – it was beautiful. It was. It was exactly what you're taught to do. It was a great hit. I, it just makes me nervous. And I don't know that this is necessarily going to happen. But just with how good we are on defense and how good – a lot of those players are. I really hope some of those guys don't enter the portal just to try to see if the grass is greener somewhere else because they're playing so good on defense with not getting much in return yep. from the offense. I mean, that was kind of what Ernest Hausman did, I guess, last year. Went to Michigan. I mean, he was getting – it was between Nebraska and Michigan, and he chose Nebraska because he's from Columbus and then yeah. ended up leaving to go to Michigan. I get it. I, but. Yeah, but I also think part of that is probably, for one, yes, new coaching staff. Two, I think you're also looking at now with NIL. Yeah. You're looking at money. And Ma- Michigan, Michigan comes with McDonald's bag full of cash. You know, you just never know. And I mean, that a could lot happen. Of can change. That could happen to some of our other players. You know, who knows? But yep. uh, hopefully, these guys are kind of like seeing changes that are being made yep. throughout the program. And two, two guys I want to call out on defense uh, outside of uh, Buddha that had a great game. Um, Marquise Buford. Sorry, I'm going to call out more than two guys because I just thought of more people. But <laughs> uh, yeah. Buford had a I great game. I know he had been injured. I wasn't even sure he was going to play. I knew he was going to be back. And that sack he had on that blitz was awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful delayed blitz on the awesome. blind side. It was a good call. It was a really good call. Um, we also have Jamari Butler. Butler. He had a really good game. Phenomenal game. He had like Phenomenal. one missed tackle that would have really sealed the deal. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. But and, uh, he, had he had a, a really good game. Run. He had a great game. Um, Isaac Gifford still continues to shine. Uh, Isaac Gifford's even he's better than his brother. He's better than he, to me. He is better than Nate. Than your cowboy Luke? Yeah, or Luke. He's not on the Cowboys. He's a Titan now. Okay. Uh, but he's better than Luke, if you ask me. I think okay. he is. Uh, he's better, all over the place. I think he's a better tackler. Also, I think the defensive scheme he's playing in changes how he plays compared to Luke. Right, like he could play at the next level because he could be like a, a nickel. Yeah. Safety, whatever position they call yeah. it in a nickel. Or I, he, he makes me think of uh, a lot of the guys on our defense. The way they tackle makes me think of JoJo Doman. Mm-hmm. JoJo was one of the best tacklers we had in a long time, and the guys we have on the team now, again, they are they're bolting towards the ball. They're not waiting for the guy to come to them. They're going he, to it. He to make did. The I don't know if he if he was in on a sack or a tackle for loss, but he was right there. And I'm like, man, isn't he like a safety kind of position? Like. <laughs> Yeah. He, it was like a second after the snap, and he's at, he's there, and I'm like, I, I don't, it, I'm not sure he was really blitzing, but like, if that's like a play action, yeah. you'd probably get burned over the top, right? But yep. he's right there. It's crazy. Well, and there's another great play talking about another guy, Omar Brown. Omar Brown's been yeah, phenomenal. He he's, he hasn't had a bad game yet, but there was a play where uh, Talia started running out to the to the side, and. Um, and he's like, oh, are you going to throw the ball or not? So he's kind of backing up into coverage, but he's watching him the entire time. As soon as he as soon as soon he released that ball – or no, he started to take off. He started to run. And boom, Omar Brown 
took off right at him and made the tackle. And it's like that's the kind of play that you want from your defender is he is not only watching the quarterback, he must have been a QB spy, but he was also Probably. backing up in the coverage just in case to hit the tight end over the mm-hmm. top. And so he had both covered. Like, that was just amazing coverage. But our defense has been doing that it's, all year. It's just pretty insane, and we've kind of talked about this throughout the year, but just how different it's been this year on defense with, like, how much better they are at tackling. Yes. And – um, body position and uh, you know angles, just like yes, I guess fundamentals, if you will. Yeah, but they do it at a high level. They're, they're being and it's like coached. They went yeah, and so it was almost like they they were there, but they didn't. They were too far ahead without having the fundamentals, yeah. the the backbone, if you will. Yep. And now that they have that, they're elite. Yes. Except on third and fifteen. Anyway. <laughs> So, might got to be a record. We had three QBs with at least one interception. Yeah, you might, you might be right. I don't want to yeah, look that know. up. I don't want. I don't either. To, I don't want to have that record. But you're probably right. That we are you talking, three are you talking about person? Mikey P. Yeah, Mikey P. Yeah, Mikey P. Was at a birthday party. With the not, but the game was not on. <laughs> oh. So he said that they were doing a pod yesterday, and he's like, "Topic today? No." Yep. Birthday parties during Husker games. Kids' birthday parties during Husker games. Yeah. Uh, kid birthday party, too. Even more fun. It's not even an adult birthday party. Yeah, which I'd be more upset at an adult birthday yeah. party not having the Husker game Come on. Come on, Mike. Pull up uh, um, Peacock on your phone or something. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, so, how long... Luke says, how long until the North Carolina State quarterback Armstrong enters the transfer portal and becomes a Nebraska quarterback? You know what? I'll be honest, Luke. I don't know much about him. I don't either. Um, if we're looking at him or he's a potential portal guy... Yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, we there any, should be any good quarterback in the portal. We should be jumping on. They should they, all be options, and they should. I mean, they should take a look at us and say, "Hey, this team's got a good defense." Um, you also have they, some young wide receivers that yep, are studs. Uh, good running backs yep. and a absolutely phenomenal fan base. Yes, your um, offensive line is better, and they're really just missing that last piece as a quarterback. And if I'm that good. Should come play here. And if he likes steaks, Omaha steaks. Where's your nil deals? Yeah, you come on, dang, come on, that's right? A good call like, holy shit! Like, get alignment on that. I mean, I know they got the pipeline. No, I wore my shirt for the game yesterday. <laughs> I wore my pipeline shirt for the game yesterday. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> you would think that you would think that we would be able to get a quarterback, a phenomenal nil deal here. <sighs> You'd think. So, uh, I agree. Uh, multiple people, and William, you're one of them, have just said, and I haven't called you out. Thanks for the for participating. Um, yeah, time to open up that checkbook. Uh, I think that's something Nebraska, it's not as um, publicized as some other schools. You know what they're doing with these kids, and you know the kind of deals they're offering. You yeah. don't see that a lot with Nebraska. I don't know what NIL deals these kids have. I don't I have no idea. I mean, aside from... You got burritos, you got pipeline jerky. Got pipeline There's jerky. a new beer one with, uh, not, uh, was it, not, Pint 9 maybe? Is it Kincater? No, uh, no, it's not Kincater. It isn't? Okay. No. Um, Either way. Anyway. Valentino's, yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> DeColdis Crawford had that he... <laughs> Uh, AC heating and cooling, whatever. Yeah, which uh, is perfect. Which he didn't even ever play, but yeah, that's what uh, that's what I mean. Like you can do something like that. You got to be able to get a deal for the quarterback, right? Do something. I mean, you got you got to be able to. Open that's up. what they should have freaking done with. I'm sorry. That's what they should have done with Dylan. They should have had somebody come in big time with yeah. the big time NIL deal and said, 
Royal, you're a legacy. We can give you a million dollars a year. But he's going to Georgia. Ooh, okay. So Luke says that this Armstrong from NC State is pretty awesome. Very unhappy. Um, has ties to our coaching staff. So he's very unhappy at yeah, NC State. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I'm guessing he's not starting. So as long as he's not uh, has like. 50 turnovers at Georgia Tech coming in, <laughs> then let's take a serious look at him. Any quarterback that hits the portal that's worth looking at, we should look at. I mean, people talk about Arch Manning, too. I mean, yeah. he's not he's not going to play at Texas this year, next year, probably the year after, like, unless he outplays their their quarterbacks. And I just don't know if that's going to happen. So, I mean, it's, if he wants to play... It's pretty discouraging. I mean, you, you see a backup for Illinois... He threw for like 375 yards yesterday. A backup quarterback. Yeah. And they beat Indiana in overtime or whatever. Yeah. But it's yep. like, yep. how do we not have somebody like that? Yeah. Um, and you see it across the board. I mean, we talked about this all the time. All the time. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching a game, you know, Missouri-Tennessee. I'm watching this game and that game, and I'm like, Man, these guys, or even even Maryland, they have a backup punter that's never punted. And his first punt, he downs at the five. It's like, we don't have players like that that can come yeah. in and do something phenomenal phenomenal <laughs> on their first play. Yeah, You know, you got guys and they're like, oh, yeah, they're pretty injury prone. So this is, uh, you know, he's very seen lim- limited action this week, you know, this season. <laughs> and he throws for like, you know, they said they, they, their quarterback for Illinois had more yards in the first half then we've averaged like the last five games. Oh, that's that crazy. That's sad. Yeah. That it's hurts like, a lot. Man, how do we not have somebody that can come in and do something? And it's funny. It's funny that I understand all the injuries, but man. Anyway, go on. Um, you know, it's funny. You look at the history in Nebraska, and again, a lot of people say people don't care about history. They do because I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about recruits. You have to look at the history of the school, where they come from, where they started, how they've done, where they're going. Like All that plays into that recruiting process. It's not just what you're currently doing. People aren't looking at Alabama and saying, what are you doing this year and last year? They're like, what did you do the last 10 years? What did you do the last yeah. 15, 20 years? Like, hey, yeah. you, you were a dumpster fire. Saving comes and saves your ass. Now you got seven titles, whatever it is. Like, holy cow, Like I want to look at that history. Nebraska has a history of really good quarterbacks. And the fact that we've struggled to get a good quarterback here in a long time, I mean, talking since Crouch, to have a really stellar quarterback. Yes, we had some good quarterbacks, some really good running quarterbacks. Taylor Martinez was really good. As much as he was criticized, he's yes. probably the best that we've had since. He's probably the best that we've had. And Tommy Armstrong was – Tommy Armstrong yeah. was – he was he Decent. was good. He was Decent. And he is because he played for four years and he was yep. gutsy. He had wore his heart on his sleeve. I love Joe Gans. Yes. But, um <laughs> – no, we've had we've had some decent ones, but not but not great. Right now, now you see the problem is you see these other schools who are getting quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. Like right. they're it's like they're recycling quarterbacks, like they have their own quarterback making machine, mm-hmm. and they're saying here's what we want out of this quarterback. He's going to be a prototype of this guy, this guy, this guy. Bring him in, and it's year after year after year. And Nebraska has never has not had that since uh, since we had Frost. Frazier, Barringer, Crouch. We have not yeah, had I mean, we have not had that line of quarterbacks since then. And you can go even further back than yeah, that. D- different time. Boom, boom, different boom, boom, game. Boom. 
different shoulder pads. <laughs> You're not running with these beefy ass shoulder pads anymore. No more option, <laughs> but but it, it but I mean we still run option, I guess. Yeah, and and we gotta sprinkle that in more. We I think we ran it once yesterday. We did a couple times. Man, like you should run that 10, 15 times a game. Well, before when we were doing it, it was mostly design <clears throat> quarterback. I mean, it mm-hmm. was option, but quarterback keeper. When we ran it yesterday, it was almost immediately yeah. pitch because they, well, they read they're right it. there. Yeah, they're ready so, for it. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah. whether it's, you know, we've people watch film on us and they kind of know our tendencies. Yep. Um, but but here's what's going to happen. Okay. My, my, my prediction, Donnie, yes, winning does bring recruits. What else bring rec- brings recruits is going to a bowl game. If we get win number six against Wisconsin or Iowa, or number six and number seven to end out the season, okay. which we can do, we are a good enough team. If we don't turn the ball over, we're a good enough team to win both those games. If we do that, the recruits will see that, and they will want to come. I don't care if we are 7-5 and five or 6-6 six and six at the end of the season. If we go bowling... That is going to change the way recruits see Nebraska. It's been since 2016. I know. If they see us go bowling in the first year under Matt Rule, what's next? That That's I mean, why that, these last two weeks have been so eye-opening. tough because we should have won both. Yes. And I mean, <laughs> you look back at it, and we're a few plays away from literally eight and two. Yeah. I mean, literally eight and two. Michigan obviously <clears throat> a loss. Colorado sucks now. We'll oh, take the L, but, but we should, but we had turnovers that game too. What four turnovers? We yeah. we should have won that game too. There Agreed. there's not a game on our schedule that we should not have won, except Michigan. if we didn't turn the balls over. Except for Michigan. Outside of Michigan, we could have one loss right now. We 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 should. We shouldn't have lost to Minnesota. Turnovers. We shouldn't have lost to Colorado. Turnovers. Michigan State. Maryland. You name it. Every single game has been because we cannot hold on to the damn ball. Even some of the games we won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The fact that we have as many, more the fact that we have five wins with turnovers is incredible. We lead the Big Ten in turnovers. The fact that we have five wins is amazing. Pretty sure, we lead the nation in turnovers. Yeah. Yep. And I did say, I did say yesterday. I believe I told you too. And I was, uh, I was really again. I was steamed when I called you. And I had this. You pier- were fired I had, up. I had this piercing headache too, which didn't help because I was already, I was already I feeling could, I that. I could see the vein in your head. You can feel it through the phone. You can feel. I even Facetime you. You can feel it. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, we we lead we lead the nation in turnovers, which is funny. The math does the math because the guy yesterday on Peacock <laughs> said we they lead they average four turnovers per game. I'm like, and then with 22, it's like wait we've, we've nine games. We've played nine games. Thirty six. We haven't had thirty six turnovers, but the math wasn't mathing. I think he's probably saying average four turnovers over the last like three games. Probably I don't know. Either way. It's not good. So, or maybe like we put it on the ground, but we've maybe gotten it back. <laughs> like all in all, yeah, we maybe I, put the ball on the. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, is yeah, dude. We could be nine and one right now. Like, there's no reason why we we could not be nine and one. I mean, Iowa's eight and two. God, they won twenty two nothing the first shutout of the season, but twenty two nothing, which was a probably one of their better games. But um, yeah, they're eight and two, and I mean we played pretty similar to the, how they played. Yeah. Well, and here's the, th- here's the thing that's funny about Maryland yesterday. They made the same stupid mistakes that we made. Not oh, yeah. with turnovers. 
they they made oh, yeah. some stupid penalties. They had uh, they went for it on fourth down a couple times. And we stopped them. Like they fourth had and one, and they had turnovers. And they run it right at Nash. Like what are you doing? Well, their their turnovers were at really poor timing for them. But they could have thrown the ball the entire game. Mm-hmm. Why were they even running the ball? Mm-hmm. They have one of the best pass offenses in the Big Ten, and they did, they barely used it against us. I know. And I just I'm like, you don't want to win, okay? Like, let's win. And then. we have our best corner out, and they have one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten, in my opinion. Even though he didn't really look that way yesterday, yep. um, one of the best, at least, passing quarterbacks yeah. in the Big Ten. They they should have thrown the ball the whole game and we should have ran the ball the whole game and yeah. neither one of us did it. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's, just, it's incredible. It's stupid. That could, that could have been an offensive explosion. <laughs> Both like, it could have been like a thirty-one to twenty-eight game where they threw the ball the whole game and we ran it and it would have been a lot more fun than a thirteen to ten game. Even though the score yeah. differential would have been the same, it would have been more fun to watch than me being pissed the whole game. <laughs> I was. It was like a roller, I got my roller, wit- roller coaster of emotions. Yes, like I was. Having on, be- I was scaring my dog. I, was I, was I having so beer much. today, but I was. I, I couldn't even drink yesterday. I mean, I could have, but I got my wisdom teeth out, mm-hmm. so I wasn't yeah. drinking. I probably yeah. shouldn't be, but damn it, I we'll gotta talk about goes. the game. Um, Nebraska, Mike, Mike Persigal, sitting and sipping. Podcast. His prediction: Nebraska over Wisconsin, twenty-four fourteen. Nebraska over Iowa, thirty-one to seven. Mike, I love it. Love the positivity. Here's the, 20, the thing: the twenty-four to fourteen. I can see Mike. Iowa is going to be more like a seven to three or a six to three. It could be a nine to six game. Someone else just said nine to six. We okay. beat uh, Wisconsin or we beat <laughs> Iowa. Either way, it, either game could be that way. Either way could I've be seen. that way. Either game. But again, if we can go out winning. Two of two, if we go, if we beat Wisconsin, who haven't beaten eight years, and we beat Iowa for the second time in eight years, mark it down. We're gonna get some recruits flipping to Nebraska because they're gonna want to come and continue to build on the success that Matt Rule and the squad has started, and the players on the team. So a couple things first, and gosh, we should argue. <laughs> Sorry, we went over Iowa three to two. Uh, <laughs> they're three, gonna get a safety. It's gonna, gonna be a goal. baseball score. All Suck right. it. Sounds great. Sounds great. Um, we Love should it. already be seven, six or seven. <laughs> but if you remember right, my prediction was seven and five. So I, that could still hit. But, I was seven um, and five, yeah. But you were? Yeah. I think, I, yeah. <laughs> Usually I go nine and three, I know, but I said seven and five okay, this year. Okay. I okay. tailed it back a little bit. We'll check those receipts, I guess. We will, um, yeah. We'll hold on to the receipts. Speaking like, of. By, by the way, Donnie says Mike's, he's not sipping, he's chugging. <laughs> yes. Mike might be chugging. That's what, Well, when you watch two average guys, we say Mike, we say some things, and you're like, we, I got to chug to that because that's can, stupid. We can chug it, Mike. We can chug it. Five, 5.2. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, speaking of receipts, um, did you see that a five-star wide receiver decommitted from Colorado? And did you see that a five-star offensive lineman from Iowa decommitted from Iowa? Yeah, that's what happens when, yeah. you know, you see that – the tendencies and the patterns of these schools like yeah i don't really want to go to colorado anymore that looked fun for a minute now i don't want to go there so william believes that we're going to beat both wisconsin and iowa and then we're going to win our bowl game and we're going to have golden pot of recruits again we we should have won our last two games we should already be bowl eligible but we're not can we still do it absolutely now a competent offense yes luke a competent offense in Rutgers couldn't score against iowa Watch, 
film. It is all about watching what Iowa's defense does. Yep. If you do that well enough, then you can win. And they are not – we know they're not flashy. Iowa's not – we know their defense and their punter is the best two parts of their team. The best aspects on their team. Outside of that, I mean, we know what their offense doesn't do. Well, that here's how they win. They play well with their defense. They play well with the, you know, the punt game and field, field position. position. And then they take advantage. I mean, yeah. a lot of that scoring was field goals early yeah. on. And, you know, then they get a turnover made for a touchdown. I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't see the box score. I didn't watch it. 22 nothing. Yeah. I know it was 22 nothing, but I thought it was 12 nothing at one point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they, what they But, but it's all, it is all about So field that's position. all that they, that's what they do. So. I mean, if you can break that, I mean, let's take a look at the game we had against them last year. We were three and nine, or no, we were three and eight. Yeah. And I mean, we essentially Trey Palmer said he woke up woke up pissed off <laughs> and told uh, Casey Thompson to throw it as far as you can, and yeah. he burned him a couple times. It, and that's all that we yeah, needed. If you the- can get a lead on <laughs> Iowa, they're not yep. going to usually come back. Yep. For them to come back and win. Very, very right. It's going to be a punt return touchdown. But it is. You have to, at that point, kick the ball out of bounds or whatever you need to do. It's a good thing our kicker doesn't really kick it to the other team because he barely makes it to them. So that might be good for us. Um, I do see see that game coming down to potentially a field goal like we've seen. Like yesterday. Um, Hopefully we're on the good side of that. But, again, we get the lead. We're in a much better spot than if if we're behind. Agreed. Um, it's always tricky because you know when we when we kicked off yesterday to start the game, I always love to get the ball to start the second half because whether you're up or down, you get the ball to start the second half, and you can get points before the end of the half, and then get points to start the second half. So that's always the way I see it. But when it's windy, then that can change the total dynamic of yeah. a half. Yeah. So if you're going into the wind for the second quarter, you know then. That kind of sucks. And if you're going into the win for the fourth quarter, that sucks too. So weather can play a big and factor these next couple of games. Uh, maybe not. Well, we'll see. We're, the, we're in the Midwest. I mean, this is a windy time of year in Nebraska, in Iowa, in Minnesota, in Wisconsin, in all the in Ohio, the entire Big Ten. We are facing something that we know the weather is going to be a part of the game. And the wind is definitely a part of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, Casey consumed a lot of alcohol yesterday. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> I didn't start. I didn't have I a drink until I think the fourth quarter. And I had one. I had one beer, and I, I like IPAs. And I had a double IPA. It's called Ice Cream Sandwiches in Space. Delicious, but it's like either nine and a half or ten and a half. Percent. Is that one that Mike and Brev their wives gave to him? No. Oh God! If they've had one, they're not going to make it through a show alive. Um, if five point two hits them. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Get that on your shelf there, Mike. Yeah, ice cream sandwiches in Get space. On the show, Good luck finding it. Uh, but anyways, it was. What about that pizza beer? Pizza puff. Pizza puff. Yeah, I had a beer last night for the UNO Mavericks game called Pizza Puff, which was yeah, delicious. Screw Long Island. Screw. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get back um, on track. Sorry. Let's get yeah. Let's get back on track. Um, William likes dark beer. Good for you. I I'm not a huge dark. It kind of depends. Like Guinness, I'll drink Guinness now. Brian, our producer, is a big fan of Guinness. Um, comes from our Irish side of the family. Yes. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think we have the uh, – there's no reason why we do not have the opportunity and we should not win our last two games. Just like there's no reason why we shouldn't have won the last two, but the only reason was turnovers. 
You eliminate yep. the turnovers. You win the turn. And, and I said this on characters post. I said, if he said, what's the key to the game? Win the turnover battle. You win the turnover battle, you can win. We well, did not win the turnover battle. And and I know we're getting we're getting close to the end here, but um, we can go all day if you want. Anyway, um, the as far as turnover battle goes, take a look at the turnovers that we got on defense. Yep. Uh, yeah, we stopped them at the three. That 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 saved points. Field position. But the two turnovers that we got before that got us our ten points that we scored in the game. Mm-hmm. They got us our ten points. Yep. And so. That is a huge difference. And when we give them five, yeah, they didn't score five touchdowns after our five turnovers. or They didn't get a field goal or a touchdown yeah. after every one. But when we can score on the ones we get from them yep. and we still hold them on the ones that we give up to them, then we should win every game. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we, we really should. No. And so, I mean... Unfortunately, the only 10 points we got yesterday were off of the turnovers. Great that we scored off. Which is what you want to do. Which is what we're supposed to do. Um, we got to figure out a way to score points elsewhere. Yep. But um, if you if we're tied, you know, if we're even on the turnover margin, or even if even if we have two and they have one, yeah, I still think that we can win those games. Yes. Um, with how well our defense is playing, and if we can run the damn ball. I text you guys like seventeen times during the game. Yeah, there might have been a run the uh, <laughs> other words yeah. in there too, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we we know how bad yesterday was. We also know that we could have won that game. We also know we could have won last week. We also know we can win in the next two games. Um, I hope everyone else believes that. Um, I still see a lot of positivity, a lot of things that are going right for this team. You eliminate the turnovers. We potentially are nine and one right now. And you, there's no argument to that. You cannot disagree with that because we said it and it's fact. <laughs> I mean, that's all I gotta say. All right, you take away two multi touchdown losses. Yeah, I mean we're eight and two. Yeah. So here, here's what we got coming up. A couple things. First of all, again, want to remind everybody, Backswing Brewing, good beer. Yes. Next week against me. Wisconsin, we got a six thirty game. Um, we're playing on the road at Wisconsin night game. We haven't beaten Wisconsin in eight years. In a long time. Long time. Um, and when we did beat them, they put up 70 on us in the Big Ten Championship that same year. It's true. It's true, but we beat them. Um, we're going to be at Backswing next week. Backswing Brewing tap, uh, tap Room here in Omaha, Nebraska. Eagle Run. Eagle Run area. If you are in... 129th and Maple. 129th and Maple. If you are in Omaha... Come hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have 14 giveaways 15. during the show. 15, sorry. 15 giveaways-ish. Plus, plus probably a few more. We'll probably have close to 20 giveaways during the show. So we're going to have two average guys koozies, two average guys tumblers. We're going to have a hat. We're going to, we got stickers that stickers galore. We're going to have the hat here. Um, we have a barbecue grill set. Uh, we what? have just a, yeah, right? Uh, another Husker koozie with a, like a water bottle. And then Backswing Brewing is going to throw in some giveaways as well, whether it's a free pint, uh, it could be some glasses, it could be a gift card. So a lot of, lot of giveaways. John, John graciously, uh, John Spildy graciously uh, some peanut brittle. gave us some peanut brittle that we'll give away. Um, it, it's supposed to be fantastic. So yes. if you like peanut brittle, you can win some. 
Looks like Donnie's going to be there. Hell yeah. Mike, you better be there. Uh, Mike, come on, bro. You missed the game for kid's birthday party. That's <laughs> that's collateral right there. That's collateral. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got some – it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to change things up from what we did last time in person. We learned a lot from that show. Yeah, it was what fun. We, but what we, we don't want to do and what we want to do. Yeah, it should be a lot more fun. So anybody that shows up – And it was really fun. Everybody that shows up automatically gets thrown into the drawing. So you, you're going to get a ticket when you get there. We're going to throw your other half of the ticket into the drawing, and we're going to do these drawings throughout the game. I think we're going to have a putting mat there too, so you can putt to win something. So, again, it's just it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then anybody that shows up, uh, Donnie, you especially, if you want to come sit with us and talk with us uh, during like an intermission or something, we'll have fans. Like We're going to try to do just some fun stuff. So come hang out with us. Um, we don't have a whole lot of swag as far as like T-shirts and sweatshirts because that's, that's hard to do with sizes. But, um, again, the link is we'll, – we'll post the link again for how you can order stuff if you want to. Usually seven to ten days delivery, can, so it comes pretty can, fast. You could do a giveaway maybe where we're like – Somebody gets the pick of their choice of yeah. like a hat or a shirt or sweatshirt or something. Sure. We yeah. can order them in their size or yeah. whatever. We'll figure something know. out. We'll figure something out. Like Anyways, that. we're excited though. Next week's going to be fun. If you can make it to the Omaha Tap Room for Backswing Brewing, please come join us. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. There is a 50th birthday party that night, so which can make it even more fun because we can have a hell of a lot of fun with those guys. So looking forward to it. Definitely. Uh, Mike 5.2, let's do it. Um, Again, everybody, thanks for joining us today. I don't got anything else. I think that's about it for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it was a little bit disappointing, but uh, it's it's there in front of us still. Yeah, um, we still got two more still games. Still year one. You know, I know we've been saying it for years, like, we're going to get there, but uh, we're going to get there. We're going right? to get there. Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there, Husker Nation. We got this. All right, everybody, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're Two Average Guys. Y'all enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Go Cowboys. We'll see you next week at Backswing. See you next week at Backswing, Saturday night. Adios, Danny. Good game. Good game, everybody. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that all these fans came out here to watch a game of football. Uh, John, bring Marshall. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just making conversation. Come on. Football. football. Come on, running boys. Don't you hear the noise? The thunder and the sky How it rolls along In a good old song From the sons of Nebraska Now it's coming near Pretty good turnout to this Yeah